Keeping it real on cliffcentral.com. And this is cliffcentral.com. My name is Alan Ford, your guest host this afternoon. It's a special hour. A special hour, 100% design South Africa's. Let me just tell you, it's going to be possibly one of the, should I say, greatest design shows um, in our country. Um, I must tell you, it just launched today, so I haven't seen it as yet. But I've been reading quite a bit about it, and, uh, and it's very, very exciting. And the reason that I wanted to do this particular show is because I think design is, every, is all around us. It lives in every single thing that you see constantly. Now, okay, maybe the stop sign's a bit of an old design, but... You watch a television show, you watch a new hairstyle, you watch, you go into your office, a pot plant. Wherever you go, design infiltrates our life constantly. And, uh, and I've got to tell you, I think this is why, uh, when you talk about design and 100% design, I want us to get our mind around this. And, and before we get into it, I want to tell you, on the show, over the next hour, we're going to chat to some of the design gurus. Because someone said to me, so, so you're writing an ad about the show. I said, what, what are you, who are these guys? These are the guys. I mean, you want to learn how to design. You want to know how to do things. And how you want to bring it into your life, which I think is critical. You know, design can be very highfalutin and you can not understand it, but how are we going to bring this into our homes and into our lifestyles? So today we discuss 100% design on cliffcentral.com. We're going to get those numbers up in the meantime, just so if you want to call us and if you want to have a chat, uh, it's good to be with you. We were with you uh, earlier this morning with Sumizi. We were rocking and rolling with Edith Fenter, but uh, this is a very different kind of aspirational, inspirational show. Remember, you can give us a call on 0861 555 That's 0861 555 Basically, it's a triple five. And then uh, we chat, of course, Cliff Central. And, yeah, we kind of will take your calls. We'll have a chat. And, and you can ask the guys any questions you'd like to bring into your life. So uh, to start off, I'd like to actually introduce the, well, should we say the founder, the creator, or somebody that is very inspired by 100% Design South Africa. His name is uh, Lawrence Brick. And I can just tell you, from loads of living to a... Oh, you know, just a CV of note. This is Mr. Design South African. It's always good to chat to you. So, Lawrence, welcome to the show. Thanks, Alan. 100% design. Firstly, where did this, this idea start? Well, the idea actually really started about three, four years ago um, when we actually started having a look. And there actually it, there was no longer a platform for really phenomenal international design with the best of local design where people could be showcasing their goods on, on the same level. So um, that's when we actually managed to get the license for 100% Design. Uh, 100% Design is the backbone of London Design Festival. Okay. So it's so the only international brand in South Africa. Really? Okay. So which is quite cool to know. But you're also you you kind of you're you're a part of Decorix. Uh, well, we explain run, how that works. So you run with them. We run alongside Decorix. Mm-hmm. So um, 100% Design is uh, we partnered with uh, Tebby Reed Exhibitions. Mm-hmm. We own Decorix. So. We run the two shows alongside each other. Okay, which is quite nice because then you kind of get a bit of both. Yeah, I think Decorex's uh, main thrust is really very much more on the home improvement side. If you want to get great ideas in kitchens and bathrooms, you're going to go there. Yeah, um, correct, and correct, for us, correct, yeah. you know, 100% design is all about design. And, of course, you walk in there and you get inspired by these top designers, these design gurus, and then you can walk next door and go, okay, well, how do I now, how do I translate what they've spoken about, what they've taught me, through what I can buy at 
I don't mean to be funny, but let's say it's it's Altal or something like that, you know. Okay, don't, don't, don't be careful, but don't vomit. I'm joking. <laughs> Nothing wrong with it's Altal. Just just yeah. But sponsor, sponsor. Um, <laughs> no, they're not. But uh, just saying, there's so there's quite a lot. So okay, so you took this concept from London. What happens in London? and How have you brought it here? Well. What we really done is it uh, works on a very sim- uh, similar principle to London in that we cover different areas of design. So it's interior design for residential, mm-hmm. interior design for hospitality, uh, for office. Um, I think office and, and workplaces have had the most uh, incredible change design-wise in the last few years. I mean, offices are a lot more interactive. It's all about people. It's all about space. It's all about flow and movement, whereas in the past, everything was kind of compartmentalized and you were in cubicles. So we were very, very excited when uh, Dauphin Human Design Group, which mm-hmm. are a uh, one of the best German office companies in the world, um, came on board as one of our sponsors as well. So it covers those areas um, as well as phenomenal product design as well. Well, they are your sponsor, and I'd like to tap into this very quickly. It's not about a sponsor punt, but I'm trying to understand. I've never heard of them. Who are they, and why would they do something like this? I think for them, um, they really are at the cutting edge of, of, of office design, um, from the most amazing seating uh, to different uh, desking solutions, which, I mean, they've just uh, launched an international brand here called Bosser as part of it as well. Um, and for them, really, it was the exposure to the designers and to the design community to get them engaging and using their products. So, for example, when, when Julia, for example, might be doing um, – uh, you know, something within hospitality or even within hotel uh, where there would be a demand for office products that she would actually be engaging with them. So the interesting thing is that coming up in a moment's time, we're going to chat to Julia Day, who is from four generation, but but Julia's department is 100% hotel. We'll get into that. And we've got Liam Mooney, who talks about 100% office. And then we're going to chat to a very special guest uh, from the Netherlands who's uh, come in. And, of course, one of your... Your design talents that you have you have identified. So we're going to get to all of that in a moment's time. Lawrence, who is this for? So, so okay, all right. So let's let's get the details. This happens from today until the tenth of August, from ten a.m. to six p.m. Okay, it's it's really very reasonable to go. In. I mean, looking at a hundred rand for adults uh, to be inspired. It's happening at Gallagher Convention Center. We'll give you all the details at the end. But now, who is this for? So, is this for me? Is this for myself and Duncan? Can we go? Definitely. Definitely, definitely. So the show really, um, I mean, the first two days of the show are very much more trade-orientated, which is today and tomorrow. But then obviously it opens up to the public, and it's very much for consumers or the public who actually are interested in design or want to learn more about in design or want to engage more. Um, And I think for us, really, that's the important thing is – is to get South Africans and the public actually just excited about creativity and understand that it isn't a word which sits up in the clouds. It actually engages each and every one of us. Because it's a very important question. Because, Lawrence, I, I, and I, I went to the Travel in Darwin Durban a couple of times. And it's interesting because you feel like it's a little boys and girls club and like you're like, oh, how do I fit in? I'm not going to feel that way. So I can speak to to Julia about something. I could go up to the different exhibitions and stands. Yeah. Is there lectures? Do you do discussion points? Is there a, tell me about it. I'll tell you what we've actually done. The show is actually very, very engaging. We've got different areas to engage the public. So we've actually got some makers hubs there, which are quite amazing. Uh, Explain. De- uh, design team who are uh, one of the country's best textile designers are actually going to be printing fabric 
within the design hub so people can actually see how that process works. They can get involved in it. They can choose their colors. The public can say, I want this color print on this color fabric and actually engage it. Um, we've actually got somebody actually weaving fabric there as well. Um, we have Robin Sprong, uh, who's actually going to be printing wallpaper on his stand. So as the public, you can actually go and see how it works. And you can add to that design. You can okay. add your own input. And you're going to be creating something. So you're actually part of the making process as well. And are these people, once we've engaged with them, that we can tap into their resources to help us with our design project? Now, let me say, what I mean by design projects... My new office, my conservatory, my new toilet, guest toilet, I don't know. You know that, my new boutique hotel for that matter. Definitely. Is, is that the idea? Without a doubt, definitely. And I think that's important because I think a lot of people go out and hire interior designers. I think that's a good thing. But I think it's quite incredible when you, can, when you kind of have a, like 20 or 30 or 40 of them to, 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 uh, to approach and to tap into. And I think this is what this showcases. You know, so if you're looking at, even if you have a little one bedroom bachelor flat, to like how I'd like to put something together, these are the people and they, they're not charging you initially. No, I think, I think what's also great as well is not only we got, um, I mean, amazing interior designers in the show, but we've actually got amazing product designers in the show. So you can actually go there and people have imagined and actually done beautiful exhibitions and beautiful stands showing how you would actually be able to use the product. So if you wanted to go and buy a piece for your house or a new dining table, you can actually go and see something which is really incredible um, and you can also see how you'd be able to use it within your own space which is great I think it's kind of it's a, a nice to go to a one stop shop in some sense that says this is the help I need and you know you know, if you're going to go find a specialist interior designer like Julia a day or like uh, you know like many people that you find in, in South Africa you, you, you're then going to tap in and you're going to go into their home and you're going to do something we're going to get into in a moment but, but, but this is a nice way to tap into Julia and then chat to to this one and that one and the XYZ and kind of yeah. get inspired and then you know speak to new trendy designers who are bringing in some should we say Afrocentric designs which is kind of so I, I kind of think it's a nice space I, I, I love the idea that you can get there go and get inspired and, and, and get your mind around it I think that's what I think you're trying to do here I think what's also quite incredible as well is we've got a lot of um, a lot of the designers actually launching brand new collections and ranges at the show so for example David Craner who is probably one of South Africa's most celebrated international designers um, and a sold pieces right from Design Days Dubai to um, Art Miami, Basel Miami. He's got a whole new launch which is happening here, and it's happening at South Africa at 100% design before it's actually going to be going uh, and traveling overseas. Which I love. It's it's so cool. And that is why, it's, you know, when we chat to our, our friend from Holland a little later, it's going to be interesting to go into say, how do we, how does South Africa fare? In the design world internationally I think it'll be a very interesting question We'll get there There's lots happening This is cliffcentral.com And this is uh, the guest hour We're discussing 100% design Which launched today At uh, Gallagher State And of course I'm fascinated by it Lawrence Brick is uh, is the creative director Of 100% Design South Africa And he's uh, our guest in studio Along with a number of other very special guests And let me introduce the first one to you So Julia Day is doing 100% Hotel Now I find this fascinating Now Julia I was under Trying to get that your your exhibition area. Firstly, I love your shop in Hyde Park. Thank you so much. <laughs> just because then people think you know you know her. I don't know you, but I don't. But I just when you first opened that shop, they have a um, a vertical 
for, uh, it's garden. a green wall. Green wall. A living wall. A living wall. And I started touching. I've got to explain for Duncan. You know, Duncan Chain, not the smartest in the world. He's sexy, but it's not that smart. No, I'm joking. So there's a whole wall where the whole, the whole, for, the whole garden is on a wall, but it's vertical. So your flowers are growing like that. So it's, it's a nice way if you don't have a garden to kind of plant a garden. Very interesting. And when you were installing it, because I saw it for the first time in Paris, at Plaza Athenia, I think it was. Correct. I was like, oh my God, this is, you've got to go and see that. This is very, very cool. So like, I went and started touching everything. I think you've got a beautiful store. But, but what made you get involved in this particular design fair exhibition dot, dot, dot? Um, Alan, we've done so much work with Lawrence over the years. Um, we go back quite a long way, and we were very honoured to be invited to to uh, to participate in the show and to give our rendition of what we believe a hundred percent hotel uh, should be about. Did you pick the category, or does Lawrence no, come Lawrence to you and say, says I've got a hundred percent hotel, a hundred percent office, a hundred percent? Uh, there's a number of 100%, but I mean, so, and, and you picked the hotel category. Um, I, I think Lawrence picked us for the hotel category. Oh, okay, well, something like that, yeah. <laughs> um, I think, uh, what we had to exhibit and to show was, um, I think that was the perfect category for us. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically, we are given a clean space mm-hmm. and we were given no rules. Um, kind of no constraints and said, Julia, please come up with what you believe a 100% design hotel, hotel should be about. And you picked the theme lobby. We did. Okay, because it's because here's a great question. And if you want to give us a call, please do so on 0861 0861-555-189, 0861-555-189, uh, or comment if you want to just chat to us about this a bit. Like, like, what is your favorite part of a hotel? Hotels say a lot about you know, about a person's, what they like in terms of design. Okay. Especially if you have the pleasure of traveling, you know, yes. um, you know, <laughs> it's yes. very strange. I went to a hotel in the South of France called Hotel 319. Uh, I was in the closet at the time, but I've got to tell you, I walked into this hotel and I was with my best friend and I went mad. It was like the, the, the Kajah Falls with bird cages and velvet purple walls. Sounds and I loved fabulous. it. It was fabulous, but it kind of resonated with me, which I kind of liked. Unlike someone who goes to the Rambal Palace, in India, in Jaipur, and the, which is also gorgeous, but I mean, he's going to get a different type of thing. So, Absolutely. so it's a great way by that you, 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 people can interpret what they love about design through hotels. Now, here's the question. Why lobby and not bathroom or bedroom? I think a lobby is the most interactive space actually in, within a hotel. And we really wanted to get a very strong concept through of what we believe the trend is in hotels and, and, kind of where the hotels have landed up as opposed to how they've been in the past. So in a lobby, you first of all get told, this is what we're about. Um, the hotel gives you an indication um, of uh, what their concept, mm. what they feel is, how you should feel in the space, um, how the space makes you feel. So we decided to, to be extremely descriptive and use the lobby. To, to describe to people the concept of the perfect hotel. And I read here that you even bring in fragrances. Absolutely. In terms of that. Absolutely. Okay. So 
we have got people that unfortunately are not going to join us this weekend because they're all over Africa, all over the world, and all over South Africa. And uh, they won't be there to see it. But you, I'm sure you, the pictures will be online. I'll give you all those addresses. It's coming up soon. But but I wanted to ask you this question. Describe it to me. What, what, what am I going to expect? Well, what we did... Um is really follow what we believe is going to be kind of the future of hotels, which is a space that you enter to block out all the noise. Because people are living in a very hectic, uh, hectic world at the moment. There's a lot more travel. There's a lot more internet. There's you're downloading something every five minutes. Your email's going. It's on you. So basically, a hotel is no longer the place where you sit down and have a jovial beer with your friend. You want to come back to a space where you can relax, um, collect yourself. Uh, and feel some way, in some way, that you've come home. What hotels in the world inspired you? Well, Ian Schrager is a huge, huge, huge inspiration for me. I mean, he's a Studio 54 boy who mm-hmm. has gone on to do the most incredible hotels. And you'll find when you read up on him how he's saying that people don't want a generic anymore. Mm-hmm. They want to feel like they've arrived in a home. Well, generic's okay if you go into a Holiday Inn. That's, but, that's okay. There's no, I'm, I'm, nothing wrong with Holiday Inn. But I mean, that's, then you, then you must expect three star, which is okay. But if you, if you want to have an exceptional experience, then you expect to have a, 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 a somewhat intimate lobby experience. Absolutely. So what we did in order to create that intimate, um, lobby was we applied design mm-hmm. to all of the senses. So we, Curated a specific scent called Leather Lux. Um, mm-hmm. That's one of the oldest scents known to modern man because people used to tan with the scent, the leather, to hide, you know, the smell of the terrible leather. Mm-hmm. So that's almost a. And where do you find a fragrance like that? Um, so we curated with an amazing uh, company. Uh, and they are actually, it's going to sound quite strange, but it's Rent-A-Kill, who've brought in, <laughs> it is funny. Really? Yeah, but they've brought in scents, uh, scents um, basically for the the local market. Mm. And they will curate a specific smell to your taste, um, which you can actually buy the machine and decide on what your fragrancing is. Okay. And it's been an incredible experience going through that with them. Is the execution of it through a candle or is it through a spray or is it how, how do you execute the fragrance? It's a special, um, it's, it's a lovely little machine. Oh, really? Oh, the one that, okay. Yes. I think I've, okay, I get it. It's, okay, uh, not the heat machine. It is a heat machine, um, and it gives off almost like a vapor. Okay. Um, but it can be timed to within hours. So you can decide how long, at what strength, um, you want the smell. And again, you can curate the smell for the space. Because it's, I think that's what's really important about this is we chose the, the leather lax so that it gives almost an archaic Mm -hmm. feeling of being back in the womb. It's the old scent. Um, and it gives a sense of luxury, but is a sense of well-being as well in the smell. It is fascinating because now we're sitting here and discussing design. And when you think design, you think two, two senses. You think touch and you think sight. Absolutely. You don't think, well, we don't really have taste. Let's be honest. I mean, you're not going to eat the chair. We did curate for the taste as well. <laughs> well, we're going to go there now. But, but okay, I love the, the fragrance concept because that's, I think that's incredible because what a room smells like. You know, when you have a sandalwood candle, it makes a certain difference. Yes, it puts you into a different psychological mode. And design mm. is there and, and, and is, is to be used to create a better life. So, um, when you look at design, you have is to it look a at a better all life or more beautiful life or more beautiful experience. I think life. um a more a better life. Okay. Let's let's keep it 
let's keep it um, uh, quite democratic because when we look at design, it's it's something that we use every single day, as Lawrence was saying, in mm. our lives. And we need to just focus on it as an element of creating an easier and better life. Um, obviously, we can get to the, the top hierarchy of 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 design and say there's beauty, etc. involved as well. But something that's functional, um, that's beautiful and that works and feels good is the perfect design. So now you are now enlightening the senses. So I'm walking Absolutely. in to your lobby feel. You've created a site. Okay, I'm feeling warm. I'm feeling an ambiance. Okay, now I'm feeling a smell. I'm seeing colors and I'm a touch. Is it what textures? Okay, so what, then what with the touch, what we did is amazing, amazingly um, beautiful carpets, which are either hand woven in a mat or a velvet. So you've got the different textures juxtaposed against each other. Um, and also uh, the the feeling of the the fabrics onto the actual pieces of the Padova, which are the which is the brand that we use to create. Uh, yes, since we're going to discuss this, you partnership with De Padova. Yes. Tell me about De Padova very quickly, guys. Okay. It's not a, it's not a, a form of food or something. It's an uh, unbelievable um, brand that's been going since the 1950s, created by the family um, of Mad- Madalena De Padova, who was a de- design. Uh, crazy woman mm-hmm. um, and she, her favorite saying is I don't I know what is ugly and I know what is beautiful so <laughs> she's a phenomenal woman especially coming in to design in the 50s as a Italian lady and she's created uh, she worked with architects and cr- to create a collection called the Padova which mm-hmm. today is one of the top brands in Europe okay and this is a what brand so is it a sorry is it a sir, it's a furniture brand furniture brand okay got it okay so it's a furniture brand so it's not a accessory it's not a, it's not a ceramic brand it's a furniture brand yes and that's what they do so you so you so that's creating that sense taste no, I'm dying okay, to now we one. had fun. Now, so. This is, so now okay, I'm in the lobby. I want to tell you, I was at the Camps Bay Retreat. I don't know if you've ever been there, part of the Village and Life Group. And their chef makes homemade toffees. And I'm, what did you feel when you ate the homemade toffee? Fat, but it's not the point. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 it's not. The, but I tell you, they were divine. Absolutely. And I felt as though, because they wrapped it in um, wax paper. And it's in the jar. And That's I was like, what's, what's, you know, it's like, <laughs> like, you know, like cheap mint, you know, endearment or whatever. He said, no, this is homemade toffee. I'm like, hmm, let's, let's try this. And it was, so I kept going back as I walked through the lobby to, to go and taste the homemade toffee. A nice experience because it is a home type of environment. It's quite Save a. you a sense of no, comfort. Correct. So what did you make? Um, so to do, uh, basically it's a very tranquil setting. De Padova is a very understated, very, um, beautiful, gentle range of furniture. And, uh, the lobby, obviously with the, 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 the colors that we chose, which are all, all beautifully neutral and the textures, which are all comforting and warm, creates a sense of, of peace and calm. So we weren't going to bring in the Jägermeisters and the Espressos. Mm-hmm. What we did is we... No, we'll leave that for the 100% bar. <laughs> what we is did... Is it 100% bar, Lawrence? We've got the most fantastic 100% oh, Design I, Awards I, evening tonight. I think we're about 100% <laughs> bar tonight. Okay, good. So we we made um, beautiful mint tea uh, and green tea, mm-hmm. um, which we, we served in these amazing um, new glasses that we're also launching on the show. It's diesel Living, which mm-hmm. is uh, collaborated with the brand that we carry, Saletti. Um, so 
it's called the, um, I think it's the Mechanics Collection, and it's like a big bolt and a big screw, but done They're in really glass. They're really quite amazing. They really, really are amazing. See, awesome. <laughs> so, again, so you've got the green tea in this beautiful, beautiful kind of mechanical glass, and then we also curated green tea macaroons. Um, and no, these amazing, it. so, so it's clever. all calm, uh, uh, peaceful, uh, I, beautiful, and tastes kind of light as well. So it's not a heavy feeling, and you feel soothed. And then the final thing is obviously sound. Yes, so that's, that's fun. Uh, so you see, I'm intrigued. It just shows you these are because you don't think about it. The when you the welcoming drink says what when you arrive, guys. If I get another iced tea that is like diluted. Rubbish uh, or an orange juice again. I will really. I, I'm not really. Surely, surely we're not stuck in the eighties. I mean, soul is no longer in Sun City. Let's move on. Am I right, guys? I mean, come on. I love you, soul, but you get what I'm saying. And he would never do that now. But I'm just saying. I'm so tired of seeing that. So it's it's clear that you're using. So Fred, what sound do you use? So we had fun. We curated off a track. Okay. Um, and we, we basically, um, found some amazing woman and please, uh, I don't remember her name, so she needs to forgive me, but she did this unbelievable, um, track on, it's called Hotel Music. Really? Yeah. And it's not Muzak. So it's all the and kind you found of. found her overseas or, or, or? On A Track, which is an okay. app. It was another app. That's yeah. great. Okay. So, so she's okay. definitely an overseas lady. Okay. And she had curated this most incredible music where, um, we actually lived with the music for a week to make sure that it was the correct feeling that we would like to have in a, in a hotel lobby. Okay. Um, and basically it's kind of very chilled music, but at the same time, um, there's, there's almost an element of kind of birds in the background every now and then, uh, kind of a peaceful, calm, but non-irritating, um, lobby music. So very simply. And I want to just my interpretation. How do I bring this into my my life into my house? Number one is when somebody comes to your house. Okay, it's lovely to offer them something in a nice glass. Absolutely. Okay. It's okay. It's nice to offer something that's different, like an iced tea or a, 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 a lemonade that you've made yourself. You know what I mean? It's just it shows you. Uh, it shows small, care, little, little, and it shows okay. it definitely shows care, and it it yeah. would definitely give. Um, your visitor, nice. No, we have a wonderful canapes. feeling. Let's think about the music we're going to play. Let's think of the ambiance and the light. Think, listen, we're not going to throw out the furniture we bought 10 years ago. Maybe we can't afford it. Who knows? But there's little things that you can do that just shows you that it's similar to walking in, and that's what you're going to learn from it, I would imagine. Yes, you could curate your own. Um, I mean, we've basically curated the stand. We also, um, I just want to bring in one more thing quickly mm, so that. The whole idea is, is given over to the listeners is we, in a hotel lobby, you have a concierge. Mm. So we actually went out and got two concierges. They are the most incredible people. They've been traveling with the South African ballet through Europe for the last three years, mm-hmm. um, and are back for some downtime. And we had the fashion office, which is a, an amazing company that kind of curates outfits and dresses and gives advice, um, on what people need to wear. They actually curated the outfits for our beautiful concierges. So not only are you in this amazing atmosphere, but you've got a great person to talk to that's interesting and whose the textures and the fabrics and, and the whole outfit also works very nicely and seamlessly. We're discussing 100% design. It launches at Gallagher State today and it runs until the 10th. And again, this is just one little element within a number of other things that you'll find at 
100% design. You're not going anywhere, but we're going to come back to you in a moment. Um, but I want to now go on to 100% office. Now, hold on. Guys, you know what? And, uh, you know, Jono works here at Cliff Central every day. And this is an inspiring office. There's coffee. There's a, there's a fake flower. You've got Gareth screaming and shouting. Sometimes there's nudity. It's, it's a kind of an interesting place. Seriously, it's a cookie place, but it's so much fun. But, again, the way you work says a lot about – because you spend a lot of time at work. Yeah. If you think about it. Yeah. So we're now discussing 100% office with Liam Mooney. Liam, you are an interior designer, and do you specifically work with off the office space? Well, I or, you pick, or you pick this space. I design plenty of offices, um, but but once again, Lawrence asked me to do this specifically, and I thought it was an interesting challenge. I think. Um, you know, we're, the way we work is changing so much. People, you know, the traditional kind of like 1960s office setup isn't really what people subscribe to anymore. Um, so I thought it would be an interesting challenge to kind of play around and do something a little bit different there. Okay, so, so Liam, yeah. let's start with you. Yes. So, so we've got your little blank canvas. Okay. Yes. What do we start with? What is the modern office that is going to inspire us? Because we, we want to be in an office, John. And we want to be... Uh, in this office that uh, we feel inspired, we feel relaxed, we feel we can kind of communicate, yeah. but there's a bit of privacy. Yeah. Uh, we can feel like uh, we're free, yeah. um, especially if you're a creator, shame accountant. <laughs> but, but you know what? Accountants are interesting because they've moved away from my little cubicle. Exactly. TikTok, TikTok. Exactly. You know, it's, things are moving. Progression is about yeah. energy. And so, yeah. so, now, so, so blank canvas, what did you do? Tell me. So I thought, well, let's, let's rather do a home office. Um, you know, the internet means that people don't necessarily need to work together anymore. Um, mm-hmm. so a lot of people are working from home. So you picked home experience. I picked, I picked the home experience and what, you know, a home office. First home question. <laughs> First question, yeah. darling. It's an important question. <laughs> people say one shouldn't, one gets lazy when one works from home. True or false? And I'm going to, I'm going to add to it. Um, no, false. Okay. And the reason I say that is because perhaps they don't feel inspired because they're working from their ugly old study. You know what I'm trying to say? And they've got the vacuum cleaner going on in the back. No, I'm serious. I mean, think about it. It makes sense. And you're in your stokies and your old pajamas, Jason, you haven't done your hair. Do you get what I'm getting well, at? I can't talk to the productivity of people in their dress, you know, kind of. I'm just giving you inspiration. I'm just being, uh, it's a fair question. Okay. Um, Liam Moody is an, inter- an interior designer and he's doing 100% office at 100% design. If you've just joined us, tell me. Yes. Okay. So it's a home office experience. Um, we decided that it was going, you know, just to tell a bit of a story that the 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 person whose office it was going to be was going to be some sort of a designer, possibly an architect or you know a designer of some sort, and so a slightly more creative space. Um, not to say that you know, as you said, no, no, accountants can't be creative. I'm sure they can. Um, <laughs> well, it's but, all fraud, but that's the whole creative accounting <laughs> thing. But you know, let's go. <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, but um, a slightly more creative person in an office for this person. Um, so that was the starting point, and. You know, when you're designing a home office, there aren't many rules besides there must be a desk. So that was the rule. Okay, so, and, and so, so now I'm now in my home office and what is the trend? Where are we going? There is a desk, obviously. There's, what is the desk there's, made of? The, there's a desk and it was sponsored by Dauphin, um, the Dauphin Furniture, Furniture Company. Who are they? Um, they're one of the main sponsors for, um, for 100% Dauphin Design. Human Design Group. Yes. Oh, uh, yes. Sorry, sorry. Back to Germany. Got yeah. it. Yeah. Correct. Sorry, sorry. Moment, moment in time. I'm there. I'm still stuck in the hotels. I'm moving. And I'm still enjoying the, the lobby. Okay, let's so move on. I'm focused on work. We've got work. this incredibly fantastic desk from them. Um, 
that that takes center stage in the in the in the in, in the, the office. In the office. Um, but then what we did is, you know, when, when it's a office at home, you're allowed to have a couch. Um, Critical. Um, I don't know anybody that works kind of without having to need a nap at like three in the afternoon. There's a coffee table with mm-hmm. beautiful kind of ceramics and mm-hmm. artworks and and lamps and mood lighting. And so it's not your kind of like harshly lit traditional office environments. It's a very soft space. There's plush carpets, muted tones, beautiful ceramics, sculptures. Yeah. What? Where is the trend? We're moving away from the old chairs and the uncomfortable chairs to much more environment where we can maybe sit on a couch, yeah. right on the couch. Yeah. It's interesting, electronics play a big part in office. Did you bring Absolutely. electronics into it? Not in this scenario. I wanted <coughs> to keep the kind of experience completely analog. Okay. Um, because it can be quite distracting, um, mm. you know, especially on a stand like this. I didn't want people to, to kind of be analyzing you know, kind of the technological. Yeah. I wanted it to be more of an emotive experience, mm-hmm. and so that was so that was more of the intention behind behind the the space. But yes, so basically, uh, if you want to get to the couch, get a walkabout for it. Yeah, <laughs> so I've got it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, in terms of trends, I think I think I think the most important trend is that people want to be comfortable. Um, people want things to work. People want to be happy in spaces. Um, gone are the days where, you know, we're doing things because we have to. Nowadays, people need to be happy in spaces. And I think that your space needs to reflect that. For you, coming back to the, uh, the office space, yes. um, things again have changed, transcended. People are now working three or four people in a space. Yeah. Okay. Oh, we see it here at Cliff Central all the time. I mean, we call it the, the, the hub. So they're called the habits yes. that work. The habits work in the hub. And it's, it's so cool because it's a very interesting space because you get to share, you get to feel. Mm. Sometimes it gets distracting. Mm. Okay. One, mm. but hi. So, so the whole trend of mm. I'm sitting in my yeah. office closed. And I, that's, I yeah. have a major problem with it, by yeah. the way, because I get distracted. Yeah. So I, I often need my own little room because, yeah. yeah. you know, but, but so how is that transcending into what well, you did? Well, I, I designed quite a few offices and one of the most important things for me when I'm discussing the space with my clients is to offer different zones that, that you're allowed to do different activities in. So some people are more effective on couches and, you know, coffee tables with a laptop on their, on their lap. Some people need offices and a lot more privacy. And so you make sure that you have different zones that, that kind of have different, that can create different experiences. Mm-hmm. And so then it depends very much on the personality and some people, you know, as with your hub, you know, some people need the kind of communal, uh, passing things across a table kind of experience, and other people need to be locked behind a closed door. Mm. Um, so it's about offering variation in the space mm. as much as possible. Or an, a closed door for meetings and then exactly, space for, exactly. for flow. I think what's quite interesting also talking about hubs and everything um, is if you have a look and see uh, part of what Dauphin Human Design Group have got on, on 100% design, if they've got these magnificent atelier couches. Uh, which are actually soundproof units mm. where you can actually converse um, and they're part of an open plan office scheme, mm. but you can actually get a bit of privacy, get a bit of downtime. Really? You're part of everything still um, and you can engage. You can plug your laptop in if you need to because there's obviously electrical outlets yeah. and everything. So that's also part of mm. how those hubs have also kind of evolved now as well. 
And you'll find this all at 100% Design. It's happening. And uh, that was Lawrence Brick, who's the creator of uh, 100%, uh, 100% Design South Africa. We've got some lovely guests in the studio. This is cliffcentral.com. You can give us a call on uh, 0861555189, or you can WeChat us. There are a couple of questions up on the screen. And uh, these guys are great. We're going to chat to two more special guests in a moment's time. Cliffcentral.com. And this is CliffCentral.com. My name is Alan Ford with the special guest hour. We're discussing 100% design happening at Gallagher States, 100% design South African, inspired from, from well, a, a design show in London. Uh, it's been all over the world. This is, this is really cool and it's unique to our country. Lawrence, it's an important question. Lawrence Brick, the creative director, is in studio. Uh, different to design in Darwin. Let's just, let's just clear it. The people uh, get, don't get confused. It's a very, very different show to design in Darbe. It's a show which is very much only interiors focused as well. Um, and for us, really, we believe that South African design can live on exactly the same level as international design. So it's a show which you're going to come to where you're going to get the best of international with the best of South African. Whereas design in Darbe is uh, purely South African and it covers jewelry and fashion. We don't cover those. I, I, I say something interesting that that's something to think about, and I, and I don't mean it in a strange way. But I, I, I did design in Darwin a number of times, and I don't want to knock anything, but I find it very theoretical, and it's not experiential. And I find when something's too theoretical, it goes over someone who's not a designer's head, who hasn't studied for five years. Uh, so it's not all the speeches, not all the stuff. So I just, I just sometimes go, oh, whatever, another thing. And I like the fact that this sounds as though it's experiential, uh, which is which is great. So I'm going to go and taste the tea. Yeah. Okay. At 100% hotel, I'm going to go and touch that that couch at 100% office. We're going to go into 100% beautiful things in a moment. What is 100% beautiful things? Well, I think 100 100 beautiful things is a project which uh, we very very passionate about, um, and it's really 100 beautiful things which are all designed or manufactured in South Africa in 2015. And Alan, these could really cover from most simplistic, um, you know, for example, last year there was a boss can, because I, I think bosses, uh, imaging and the, and the graphics and everything Help were me amazing. Boss, boss, boss is? Uh, boss RST. Okay, got, oh, got it, got yeah. it, got so it. So it's all the way from something relatively inexpensive mm. to, you know, a magnificent piece from Bronze Age or. Can I, do people pay for that or do you pick them? No, that over there is a is a exhibition which is created by Kathy O'Cleary, who's our programs director, mm-hmm. um, and is it's it purely curated. Okay. You can't pay to you be on it because I think that's quite important. Because yeah. then you get someone that puts a Red Bull can. And no offense to Red Bull, but I mean, blah, exactly. Really. I mean, that's I'm not going to be inspired by that. While all of a sudden you see a beautiful uh, Sally Williams thing or a tea bag that's interesting, you know, it, it can be something commercial as well. But I mean, like Boss Ice Tea is, yeah. um, but I, I mean, I, I, it's quite clever, which I like, and it's curated. Yeah. Um, but does it does it get very high end? It goes very high end. So you've got the most beautiful ceramics uh, from one of, like, for example, Louise Calderblom, who's one of South Africa's top ceramics, also sold internationally to pieces from uh, Bronze Age. Um, they've got a foundry in Cape Town. They do a lot of Dylan, uh, Dylan Lewis's um, mm-hmm. sculptures and Brett Murray. Um, and then all the way through to something which may sell for three or four rand in the street. So it's actually very democratic in a way. And it actually is all about just great design on any level. Okay, which I, which I love. Okay. Now, on this, on that note, I want to talk about one of your other curators who created, um, something called 
sphere. Now, this is very interesting. Her name is Irene Vermeulen, and uh, Irene is from from the Netherlands. Good, good day. Good How are you? Very lekker. Um, and she is presented. You part of the Dutch Initiative Development by Design Group. Yes. And you out in South Africa for this particular exhibition in Daba. I mean, you don't want to go into it, but it's what it is. Um, tell me, firstly, welcome to South Africa. Is your first visit? No, I've been here before. And yes. do you like it here? I love it, yes. <laughs> and as a designer and someone who's worked in this field for a number of years, what, what, it, what it is about South Africa and African design that inspires you? Well, it's very unseen for Europeans. Really? Um, so uh, that was the first thing that attracted me. And there is a lot of soul in product and there is a lot of craft and, and, and a lot of uh, handmade ex- aspects and also I- African influences. That so, t- so when I come to your stand what or your, your exhibition site area, what do I see? What can I expect? It's all small furniture, home accessories and interesting textiles from mm-hmm. a number of companies, 15 on, on the show. Do you go and find, do, you, do you source them? It's participants in a program mm-hmm. that is about bringing small and medium um, businesses from South Africa to a next level. So we are working with um, manufacturers, makers, mm-hmm. designers, small studios, uh, craft workshops. Well, you work with people like uh, Skinny Lemonix. Yeah, mm-hmm. okay. Is it, what is that? That is a textile designer based in Cape Town. She has a background uh, as an illustrator and she moved into uh, product design. So she has these amazing uh, patterns. Is she there? Is she there? We've curated the exhibition for okay. now, but we are promoting their business. So, so people so, can just so get I, in I like that and I just take a telephone number and that's how it works. Is that, exactly. Is that, you take a uh, card and. And then you've got beloved beadwork, for example. Um, they're not on the show, but we have some other very interesting uh, textile designers. It's um, Evolution Projects, for example. They're oh, based in Joburg. Mm-hmm. Uh, they do a lot of interesting um, uh, embroidery and a lot of interesting dye, dyeing mm-hmm. and, and, and printing on fabrics. Actually, they dive into uh, old archives of museums, botanical gardens, and they try to take inspiration from that. So that is also... A very interesting angle, and that is also uh, very South African, but also very new in a way. Are you hope to to take this back to the Netherlands? Yes, yes. Is that, that your is, intention? Yes. We see this show uh, 100% design. Of course, we also know that very well in Europe, mm-hmm. because it's a London-based show. And uh, we are planning to bring these companies to the European market. So we see this already as a stepping stone. Um, but what has surprised me in the last few years that I've been... Uh, traveling to South Africa is that the um, uh, general public in South Africa is also uh, not always aware of what is made in South Africa and what is really, um, yeah, what is really the, 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 the source of inspiration. And um, so that is also what we're trying to bring out in the products. That For we South selected. Africans to realize that there's yes. South Africans that are actually selling their products overseas that we don't even know that they Yes. Okay. Yes. Very interesting. Um, tell me. Uh, uh, When we look at South Africa, and it's an important aspect that I have to tap in, where do we rate in terms of design when we look at at, at the continent of Europe, which you can say that you – are we up there? Are we kind of maybe 20% 20 behind? Let me be honest about it. 
No, you're you're up there, I think. Um, it's a fair question. There's, no, there's a there's a very high level of design in South Africa. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it relates also very well in terms of style to European taste, especially Scandinavian, mid-century, more let's say northern European style. So, um, and I think there's a lot of interesting designers in South Africa, but also a lot of interesting makers and manufacturers. And that is something that has been a little bit lost in Europe. Mm. Um, a lot of factories have shut down. A lot of uh, production is outsourced to Asia. So there is not much. And not to be ugly, we're cheap. We're cheap. I mean, financially, we're, no, no, hold on, no, no, let's be fair. I'm not saying we're cheap like a, like a, like a hussy. I'm just saying we, we, that, that it, with the euro and with the pound, it's incredible to come and buy a beautiful piece of exactly. furniture yes. that would sit at 10,000 rand here for 5,000. Uh, 500 pounds it's it's a big thing yes it and, is yeah and people should tap in you know i never forget years ago there was this craze this indo indonesian india thailand vibe and everyone was going to buy these doors you remember the, all the mm. doors and you know everyone put their everyone thought it was an indian door somewhere you know and it's just because everyone went to bali and thailand because it was cheap and then they brought these doors back with it shipped them and then all that furniture and then everyone's got like some Buddha thing, nothing wrong with that. But Coffee tables with doors. With doors and, and, you know, and bookshelves and funny things. What I'm trying to say is it was because it was cheap. So people would find our design and our crafts and our furniture and our interior work is better or more affordable if you're coming overseas to come here. Yes. It would only make sense. Yes. And also you can add, as, as, as Lauren has already explained, you can actually get things custom made and Put your own personality in them. So for, for people visiting the 100% Design Show, I think it's, um, it's very interesting that they can um, talk to makers, talk to designers, and get something custom-made, something that is very special and um, also taps into their taste. I'm going I'm to ask you all this question, but what would you say to an aspiring designer what advice would you give them? Someone young, someone talented. We're gonna we're gonna go to one in the mo- in a moment's time. Um, but, but what what would you tell someone that's listening to this program, saying, ah, how? Because design design is design is a set. Design is is a chef. It design is food. I mean, design is is drawing. It design is is graph. It is technology. It is every yes, aspect everything. of, of it's your senses life. Senses and it's all that as stuff. Julia explained. Before, you know, yeah. Yes. I mean, I, I so someone said, I, I, I know nothing about design, but trust me, I can put a television show together, and it's designed. Yes. So, so it, I am a designer in some in some respects. But what do you say to people that want to enhance or tap into their creative? Ability. What would you, what advice would you give? Well, to designers, I would say open up and and see what's out there. Be be aware of what's out there in the world, but also realize what you can bring to that. What you what your background is, what your stories are, what your capabilities are. Also, in terms of making, manufacturing, and and um, tapping into your history. So then you can really sort of combine that in an interesting way, and that's I think what. South African designers already do and could be doing more. Irene, I want to come back to something I asked Lawrence in the beginning. This is an important show if you are somebody that wants to make their, their space, be it a bedroom, be it a living room, be it an office, be it whatever, a bar, uh, who wants to make their space. It's a nice way to tap in to a lot of experts that are there that it's, gonna, that it's not going to cost you anything. 
And yes. that's the clever thing here. If people that's actually a have a break, thing. yes, is that you go like, okay, well, I don't know, I don't have the money to go and hire into a designer, but hey, Julia is there. Let me come and ask her a couple of questions. Let me ask, you know, let me ask. You know, this exactly. is a great thing that one should be able to do. And curate your own sort of selection well, you can. and gather and that's your because it's your personal. Ideas. You got to yeah. deal with it. Well, they, yes. I think I think it's also very important for people to actually build up confidence, and the more they're exposed to design and good design and good products the more confident they're going to become in their choices. So where you can actually then go out and actually start playing around and doing something for yourself as well. I'm so happy you said that. I want to tell you, I've always loved cooking. I mean, I'm not the smallest oak in the world, but I've always loved cooking. But the minute I went on a cooking, uh, to a cooking school with Jenny Morris, I, I, I'd lost intimidation for cooking. Now I think I'm an expert, but I'm not a chef. It's a similar type of concept. Yeah. Exactly. You know, the minute you break your, in, because I don't know what, like how, you know, the minute you go like, oh, oh, that's, oh, that makes it. Got that one. That's how you make a see a tune, or that's how you how you make a fragrance smell nice in the house. Then you like, and you act like you're the expert, and that's the point. That's what crow crow co-creation yeah. and co- collaborations about, exactly. and that's what you are feeding people by going to this exhibition. Um, on that note, th- thank you for joining us, and thank you, and thank you for being in South Africa. Uh, that was Irene Vermeeren, the curator of Sphere at 100% Design South Africa, and that's what we're discussing about on CliffCentral.com this afternoon. Now. We are very, very blessed because, Lawrence, I'd like you to introduce our, our special guest. Now, his name is Wanda Ngwana Ngwane. Wanda, yes. Wanda Ngwane. My brother, and you're based in, uh, you're an industrial designer based yes, in Cape Town. Yeah. And your work expressed the notion of African unity. Now, how does this collabor- collaboration come about, Lawrence? Well, um, from 100% Designs, uh, one of our passions and our beliefs is that you actually have to grow an industry. And in order to grow an industry, we actually have to look at who we believe are really going to be the future design icons of South Africa. Um, and we've created a platform within 100% Design called 100% Talent. Mm-hmm. Um, and How many people are there? Uh, there are 10 people on it. Okay. Um, and, and you uh, bring them here. And the whole thing is um, the space which we do over there, we actually do it uh, quite subsidized. So that's part of our kind of CSI initiative. Great. Um, and we go out and we actually select those people who we believe are going to be great. Um, so we we're already, we already are great, and so actually just need a bit of a leg, a, a, push. a bit of a leg up. Yeah. So. Okay, so, so we're we're so we're in the so one one guy is that we're in the midst of of greatness, and now we're going to just enhance it. So, so exactly. what do you love about firstly? What do you love about design? Where did you where did your interest spark in this? Well, I I think I love design. Um, we were born, you know, wanting to change things. You you're not comfortable with with something, you want to change it. So I think um, I grew up without having a background of, of design. Um, I went to um, a multiracial school. I got introduced to uh, what you call this um, art. Yeah. I, I think that was my escape kind of a class when I went to have fun and just do my own thing. You yeah, know? you didn't want to do maths and study. Tell well, the truth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Mm. So yeah, that's how I got into 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 the whole um, design field basically. Um, I had a, a patent for something because I wanted to create something. I had a, a patent for a shoe. And then I went around with it showing people and somebody said, listen man, go and study this or something. And then I'm, um, for a shoe. Yeah, a shoe. Really? That's really cool. That got me into, into, into industrial design at Cape Tech. It was part of my portfolio. Really? Yeah. So they, they said, wow, you got a provisional patent. So yeah, you might as well, you know. What's the thing. shoe and where's the shoe and how do we it's get the shoe? It's coming still. It's, it's, in, it's in the pipelines. It's a leather um, shoe. What, what is well, it? Well, 
it's inspired by the the the, the South African imbatata, which is a, a Zulu mm. sandal. Yes. So I always want to take something that is from South African origins or from African origins and just try and push it to another level. Well, if we can have a, a Havanas from those slip slops from Brazil, we can have Zulu sandals. Why not? Yeah. It's a two in one, basically. I want to make it a two in one, and I still use the same process of using recycled tires. Okay, I love it. I think it's actually okay. We, you're back on the show when we I want it, we're launching it. And I want right. I, I like to be funny. I'm I'm like a, I'm a, I'm a cat. So I, but but how has this inspired you? And and I mean you've now been a part of the process. You you're here in Johannesburg, yeah. a part of the team. Yeah. Um, are you enjoying it? I'm having fun. Um, and what are you just, exhibiting? Just today I learned I had three interviews, TV and whatnot. So this is a great exposure. Um, I, I'm running my own team basically, which is Afri- I mean, uh, well it is Africa, Cape mm-hmm. to Cairo. You know, okay, so, the African Union, yeah, African Unity, basically, uh, which is sure also, um, well, everything that I have on my stand is is, is of African inspiration, mm. and uh, things was, like what, like for instance, um, my bookshelf is is is, is inspired by an Adinkra symbol, which is taken from 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 Ghana. Mm-hmm. It converts into a TV stand, it converts into a table, it converts into a, a chair, and uh, it's made from my still. I didn't want to use wood because. African designers are known for using wood. Uh-huh. Uh, basically, all my, my products, I have not used wood because I want to show people that we have um, moved on with the, with the technology and the times, you know, and not st- be stuck on, on yeah, basically well, in, in the past, yeah. And, and that's the truth because that's progression. Yeah, it's progression, evolving. And what else can we see at this African okay, unity? Uh, uh, well, like I said, my, my, my theme is um, Cape to Cairo. So you, you'll find... Um, I have a chair which was inspired by by a, an African headrest. Okay. From Egyptian times, okay. it was a portable headrest that you can use to when you're traveling long distance. You use to slip on, made from wood, and you can use it as a chair. You know. So I said, "Wow, this is a brilliant piece. How about bringing it to the now times?" You know. And I've I've, I've used the current um, materials and, and 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 processes basically. I don't know where you're from, but it's yeah. it's incredible that people. You know, wherever you come from, yeah. it's amazing to see design, African design, especially if you go up the continent. Yeah. You see people that carve on the side or yeah. bead yeah. or, um, or work with leather or, sure. and it's amazing because if you, if you're talented, yeah. you know, you know, Americans go crazy for it. You know, you stand in the streets and you mm. see those signs and you see like, oh, you know, like this, yeah. all like the Coke cans things yeah. and you go, and, but it's amazing. Yeah. And the fact of the matter is sometimes what we see, because we see it so often, yeah. People overseas that come from the Netherlands and other places go, yeah. oh, pack it up and let's take that job off home. And, it's, and that's why you see that at the airport. Yeah, yeah. So sometimes we forget the talent that lies in the country and how we can do such magical work. Yeah. And I think instead of, I'm not saying that the people that come from, from townships or wherever people come from are yeah. going to get into crime and stuff, but <laughs> if you can't, yeah. a great way to express yeah. a career is through designing something. True. And I think that's a, that's a, a fascinating way to, to at least – to bring it upliftment into a community. Yeah. So it's 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 very interesting. And so ultimately, your advice to or your inspirational words to someone that wants to get into this, who who hasn't ever thought about tapping into the design world. Yeah. I'll tell them to be really be passionate about what they want to do, especially within design, because there's nothing like getting yourself into a wrong profession and you, you don't really have a passion for it. I think it's something that you wake up doing. You go to sleep thinking about. You know, and that's what design is to me. You go to sleep, you think, "Oh man, I need to wake up and do something great with the concept that I had." <laughs> you know, yeah. 
Well, it's magical. Yeah. Lawrence, the details. Thank you for joining me. I want to thank everyone in a moment. But uh, it's 100% designed South Africa. 2015 happens beginning today. It ends the 10th of August. This is uh, happening this whole weekend. Go be inspired. Um, it starts at 6, at 10 a.m. and finishes at 6 p.m. Yeah. Every yeah. single day. Um, I've got to just tell you that uh, trade days are generally the 6th and the 7th, but if people can only get there, I'm sure you'll get them no, in. No, that's great. From, yeah, pop in. tomorrow's perfect. Hello, man. Don't worry. Pop in comes a hazard. Um, ticket price is 100 rand for adults, 85 bucks for scholars, and 15 bucks for kids under 12. Just don't let them touch stuff. Just a recommendation. <laughs> and ultimately, you know what? It's uh, at the Gallagher, Gallagher Convention Center in Midrand. Does this go to Durban or Cape Town? Uh, this is just Johannesburg-based. Okay. Remember, if you want some information, www.100percentdesign.co.za. Now, it's not the percent sign. You spell percent, 100percentdesign.co.za. You can Facebook 100% Design South Africa. You can tweet them at, at 100% Design SA or there's Instagram. It's all there. Let's go to the website. I don't know how to read all this stuff, John. You know, me, me and Techno. <laughs> Who knows? But it's been great having all of you Thanks in studio. I want to thank uh, uh, Lawrence Brick, who's the creator of uh, this, uh, this wonderful 100% Design happening. I want to thank Julia Day for, uh, for introducing us uh, to 100% Hotel. I also want to thank Liam Mooney, 100% Office, Irene Vermeulen, who's uh, the curator of a sphere of 100% Design, and of course, our magical up and rising star Wanga Ngwana Why ne We're not sugar No this is where You must slap white people We are stupid This has been Cliffcentral.com And it's been wonderful Hosting a very special hour About design I hope that you Felt inspired I hope that you had A good experience Of design More importantly Remember Don't take it for granted Because whatever you see Wherever you look Whatever smell you, Whatever you taste It is design It's created And it's magical I hope that you have A super day From me Cheers. This is CliffCentral.com. Dig it? No more bullshit. You want answers? CliffCentral.com.